Thank you for joining us. This is the Surface Transport Edition for the Benari Podcast. My name is Gov Candola, and I'm joined not only today, but for a four-part series uh, with Lee Sander. Um, Lee will be very well known to our audience. He is the former president of the Americas for Bombardier, a former CEO for uh, New York MTA, and uh, also former senior director uh, for National Express. Lee, how are you? I'm doing very well, Gov. Uh, thank you. Uh, and yourself? Not too bad at all. I think we just mentioned it's a wet uh, and windy day, both here in London and in Connecticut. So uh, it's a, we're trying to make the best of it. But uh, as you said, we're moving in the right direction in regards to the pandemic, which is brilliant. You know, I really appreciate you being part of this um, series. You know, when we discussed originally, we wanted to do something, you know, in regards to transit in North America, you know, the impact it's had on it, the post-pandemic outlook, um, but also in terms of the Biden infrastructure plan. Um, and, you know, the impact that will have on the, you know, the transit within North America as well. Um, so for part one for this series, I think we'll have a review of, you know, really, I would say the impact of transit in North America during the COVID period over the past year. Um, it'd be great to get your insights into that and, you know, how you feel COVID has really impacted the transit over the past year. So the impact of COVID on transit in North America was uh, profound. Uh, I would say that it impacted transit as much as any other sector uh, and probably more other than the health sector, just a very dramatic impact. You know, the first impact was uh, the human trauma. Um, it took a terrible toll uh, on both the frontline and the executives in these transit agencies. Uh, it turns out that uh, frontline transit workers were impacted more in catching and dying from COVID three times more than other frontline uh, workers. Uh, in New York, for example, 136 employees uh, from the MTA died from it. It's estimated that 25% of the workforce caught it. And it wasn't just frontline staff. Uh, very sadly, a, a colleague, friend of mine, Ray Kinney, who yeah. was the acting president of the Long Island Railroad when I ran the MTA and most recently was senior vice president for operations in New Jersey Transit, uh, caught it while he was inspecting uh, facilities and died from it. And the CEOs of New Jersey Transit, the Port Authority of New York and MTA all caught it. You know, thankfully they survived. But these um, uh, agencies uh, almost didn't function because of the impact on the people. And so just huge trauma from that. Then secondly, just a major impact, while this has been in the press, on ridership, uh, ridership plummeted to 90, 95% of, um, of, uh, from pre-pandemic uh, levels. It's now beginning to recover, uh, and uh, uh, subways are up to 40% pre-pandemic, uh, commuter rail 25, 30%. Buses were hit less hard, they're around the 50% range, um, so a significant, significant impact on ridership. And then consequently, uh, the financial impact on these institutions, on these agencies has, uh, has been uh, powerful, uh, very negative. Uh, first, there's a high dependency on fare box revenue. Some uh, of these agencies are particularly dependent on fare box uh, revenue, such as Toronto, such as New York, the bigger cities. And so they were you know, clobbered from that. And then on top of it, the, there are other revenue streams of the real estate tax revenues impacted by COVID and other revenues that support these agencies directly 
and they have been impacted as well. So, um, uh, you know, bottom line, uh, you know, the uh, agencies have been hit exceptionally hard, uh, both in Canada and in the United States. Certainly, uh, those three major points that you've just pinpointed there um, that's happened over the past year. And in your eyes, you know, what are the challenges in dealing with these impacts as well? So, you know, there are huge challenges. You know, there is a bright upside when you lock long, longer term of transit from other drivers like climate change and equity and, uh, and the need for cities at the end of the day uh, to function in our society. But the challenge from transit to get there, to recover from this in terms of trust of the riders, of the customers, uh, and then the financial model, uh, and then innovating in this context, um, you know, is very significant. So first, in terms of winning back trust, uh, well, first from the staff, because of the trauma, there's a lot of healing that has to happen. You can't lose your colleagues, your leadership like this, and not have some healing and human connectivity to, to, to deal with that. Once you get past that, winning back the trust of uh, the riders, uh, some of the agencies are beginning to do good work in communicating that it appears that there's less exposure from uh, touching the interior of the subway cars. And if people are wearing masks, they should be okay. But there's more that these agencies need to demonstrate to win, that, win back that trust um, there. And then uh, from a financial perspective, you know, the estimates are that uh, transit will come back, you know, within two years, McKinsey did a study that showed New York, for example, within two years, commuter rail back, 90% um, uh, commuter rail, uh, subways back, 90% commuter rail back, 80% roughly, um, but may not come back completely. And so financially, you need to come up with another model and people may not be using their monthly passes, may not want a monthly pass, or we class with a hybrid you know, working uh, uh, model. So uh, there will need to be a lot of thought to figure out, okay, how do we finance these systems that are crucial for the future of our downtowns, you know, with these revenue streams uh, and ridership uh, different? Definitely, I think that whole piece has got to be customer oriented in terms of really breaking down those barriers of, of worry really for the individuals who will be utilizing, you know, the transit systems. I know for the Center for Disease Control, they brought out a study saying, I think it was, in terms of catching COVID via contaminated services, a one in 10,000 chance, um, which shows you know, the work that's been put in to ensure um, that we don't catch in this way. And of course, I think the Biden administration also announced last week that you know, extending face mask requirements across all transportation networks until September 13th, which I think is gonna be vital um, for people to really have that comfort of getting back onto the transit systems and really utilizing them. Exactly, exactly. So a huge amount of work, um, leadership that needs to be uh, demonstrated support at the political level, because uh, that's, you know, that's where the leadership comes for the transit agencies at the federal level, uh, at the state and local level, uh, and then within the agencies uh, themselves. Definitely. So you yourself, are you optimistic the transit agencies are up to the challenge? I think uh, the human spirit uh, in general has uh, dealt with the pandemic um, very well in general, and I think the transit agencies know their future is on the line. And uh, without uh, their, you know, getting people, frontline workers, um, employees to downtowns, uh, people recreating, uh, without that, society doesn't function in large metropolitan areas. 
Uh, but, uh, you know, overall, I'm optimistic with the leadership. I know a lot, obviously, I've worked with a lot of leadership uh, of these agencies. And, uh, you know, when I think of them and the leadership they've demonstrated, yeah, I think they're up to it, Gov. Amazing. That's exactly what I like to hear. And, uh, yeah, we're pushing forward for that as well. And, yeah, I think in terms of this, it's incredibly insightful to get your thoughts on this, you know, being a former CEO of probably the largest transit agency across uh, North America and globally as well. So, yeah, I really appreciate your insight into this, but also it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts, which will be next week, really exploring the post-pandemic outlook for the transit systems moving forward. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to catching up with you on that. Very good. Thank you so much, Gov.